0: All right, it's Cigar Saturday Live. Good evening, everyone. Uh, Maddie Rock and Sanj there at Sanja's place in, uh, in New Jersey, and also joining us from New Jersey, uh, Chef Robert Cho. Good evening. Good evening. What what's 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 happening, everybody? I, I hear that uh, Chef Cho has a um,
1: you have a new place, fairly new place. Yeah, fairly new place. Uh, We're doing some soft opens in Ridgewood, New Jersey, called Kimchi Smoke, Fat Cho Shack. Manny's been by one time. Hope Sanj makes it very soon. You know, we're doing a lot of different things like pastrami and the new Cho Burgers. Uh, So it's just going to be a lot of fun over there.
0: Nice, nice. Building
1: on what you've done so well for a while there at uh, Kimchi
0: Smoke, which is uh, tell us where in New Jersey these places are.
1: Yeah, we're in northern Bergen County, uh, northern Jersey uh, a little north of Paramus, so uh, a little bit of ways off. But you know, people do find us. You know, they take a trek. It's better than going to New York these days. So just come to Jersey. Nice, nice, Maddie You've already been
0: sampling the new
1: place a little.
2: Problems because the new place is strategically located about 1.2 miles from the bench. So <laughs> I'm going to be changing my name from Matty Rock to Fatty Rock. Um, <laughs> it's it, it's going to be dangerous so we're gonna have to put a treadmill outside in front of uh in front of Patrick.
0: so i mean you could <laughs> you just? You walk from the bench to to chose is that what you're doing or
2: no i i, I could doesn't mean i would i mean <laughs> technically i could it's not I'm that sure. far from but it goes against the husky lifestyle so i will uh i will probably drive to three minutes fight an additional 10 minutes for parking and then and then walk
0: over it's, it's, it's a, it's a good, uh, it's a good, like almost like a pub crawl, except this is uh, a different hey, kind well, of crawl. It's a smoke crawl. It's smoke crawl.
2: Yes, but the train technically is across the street from the bench and shows new place is one stop away across the street from the one train. One stop.
1: All right. So, wow. I'm just
2: saying that anybody who wants to come in from the city, they meet me at the bench, they cross the street, they're at the, they're at the bench. Then if they go one more stop and cross the street, they're at Cho's. I'm. I'm not saying I'm an enabler, but I am.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I can't wait to get to both of these places, uh, Chef Cho. Uh, again, kimchi smoke you've had for a couple years. I'm trying to remember how long it's been.
1: Uh, it's already been uh, five, six years. So it's you know time is just passing us by, and uh, here we are. You know, uh, doing our thing.
0: So and, and the focus of Kim, of course, the name says, says a lot of it. What,
1: what is Kimchi Smoke? Kimchi Smoke, I mean, it first started off as more like Texas-style barbecue with some Korean influence. But actually, you know, I've been experimenting with so many different other types of cuisines. I do sometimes Dominican, Filipino. And so it's not even necessarily Korean food or Korean inspiration. I think it's more of the, where we are, New York, New Jersey— it's a melting pot. So I like to just say it's just like barbecue now. I mean, people know the name, but I don't really have to say it's Korean barbecue, which it really isn't, but it's still barbecue. And, and you know, it encompasses so many different other flavors and flavor profiles, uh, cultures, and anything that I like to eat at the moment.
0: Nice. And even, of course, there is some kimchi that's uh, used.
1: Uh, definitely. I mean, you know, we will definitely have kimchi as a staple as a side or inside of a chonut, the brisket kimchi cholander donut nuts. sandwich, the cholander fries. I mean those are things that uh, we cannot get rid of Cholander fries, Tom.
0: I remember you talking now tell me about that. How does the the cho the chonut the fries tell me about these?
1: Yeah so the cholander fries, uh, you know obviously for the people who know it's a play on Zoolander, you know I like to call my fries ridiculously good. So it's like fries that are double fries, there's a Cajun seasoning. It has pulled pork or brisket, uh, kimchi, sauteed kimchi, some melted cheese, some scallions and our fat show sauce, and mm. people really like it. I hear Maddie likes it. Yeah, I mean he could finish the whole thing by himself. And to most people I say it's like a meal for two, but Maddie Ouch. uh
2: there's there's no need to share, Tom. I mean, look, there's really, there's, there's no need to share. Uh, as, as, as Chef Cho knows, I don't share. Don't care. I don't feel it. <laughs> a... There's no need. Uh, to you share. want? To... What are your own? I'm not sharing. Well,
0: I mean, once once you saw Maddie finish this, you were probably going to offer some kind of a, a prize or plaque on the wall if you finished it by yourself. And then Maddie just kills all those rules when those when those things happen.
1: Don't. They? Yes, yes, she would have too many awards.
0: No shame. Uh, there's no shame. Yeah.
2: Like, I think it, Rob hit it on the head too. It, um, just barbecue and, uh, and, and there's things in there that you'd you would put your eyebrows on my favorite things on the menu is a general chose taco. And uh, again, something I can call some serious just the, the, the sweet, the savory. Um, like obviously everybody knows fried chicken sandwiches or um, are all the rage, but you go here and you do the, uh, and you do the general chose tacos. I'm just telling you the, yes, like I said, all those different flavors come together on it. And, uh, and everyone goes, dude, but those, those aren't traditional tacos. You know what I tell them? <laughs> don't War for me. Don't talk to me. Don't care. And then they have it. They're like, okay, I feel you now. These are amazing. <laughs> um, you know, you know, you know, serving probably one, but I may or may not have done two servings. So again, don't judge me, but understand that that's how good this stuff.
0: Uh, it sounds it sounds amazing and uh we're so glad uh to um to be chatting with uh chef robert cho tonight and again any questions for chef cho uh ask away down below maybe you've been there tell us about your experiences and tell us down below also maybe what your uh Sipping uh what you're drinking, what do what do you what
1: do you guys well first of all I see you have a is it a local beer, Jeff that you're trying? Yes, a new brewery that opened up in Westwoods called Five Dimes and uh it's a hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. And you know, interestingly enough, when I first started barbecuing like eight years ago, I mean I didn't really like IPAs, but my you know, my taste buds change every now and then. So these days I like an IPA and you know, even in the beginning, the first time I was on, I didn't Really like cigars too much, but Maddie, he's bringing me these sticks. So slowly, I'm becoming a cigar guy. I can't say I'm a connoisseur, or aficionado yet, but you know, I'm getting there. So my, you know, I evolve. My taste evolves, and right now, I'm drinking this, and you know, and we'll see where the cigars thing goes. What are you, what are you taking him,
0: Maddie? What are you, what are you introducing him to? Well, the biggest thing. So we started
2: off so on. Uh, Tobacco is very, very mild, so we start, like I said, I always start people off mild, so we did stuff from from Sweet Jane and everything else, so anything that comes from Deadwood has the pipe tobacco, so you get the sweet tobaccos, um, we gave them some of the SP-1014s from Sanj, because of that natural sweetness, um, and so I tell anybody that you bring to the fold, somebody who never drank before, you're not going to give them 151 rum and be like, hey, what do you think, going <laughs> not you know, they wake up two days later, so the way that you evolve just like with anything else. Um everything on your palate you kinda of have to you have, you have to work with your palate to see you know what you like, what you don't like. And the evolution begins from there. From the palate's used to, um, what your tastes are. And that's with everything food, uh, drink, cigars. And I think it's you know across the board. So when you talk about that artisanship, I think that's why food and cigars and, and beverage go together so well because it's all about the artistry that goes behind it and ever-evolving palate, right? I mean, that's really what it is. Your tastes change. uh, It'll change depending on what you're drinking, eating, all these different dependencies.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. What are you, uh, Matty and Sanj, what are you all smoking there?
2: Today we are dropping the uh, little SP-1014 Lancero action. You know I'm a Lancero fan.
0: Sanj, I see you have the same. I you keep on finding more fans of that uh, SP-1014, don't you?
1: Yes, yes, yes,
0: In fact, did it, it? was it sold out for a while? I'm forgetting how that all worked out. Tell me about that. So,
1: uh, January, we had any cigars. First week of April, we didn't have any cigars. Then wow. 12,000 cigars came in. Within two weeks, it was gone. And <laughs> we got 110,000 cigars, and it's almost all gone.
0: Wow. All again, almost all gone. Yeah, that is, uh, I mean, it's cool. To
2: watch, watch how it's going all grassroots makes it really amazing. The fact that, you know, Sanji gets to look at the stuff that's being sold in Europe, stuff that's being sold in, in the Middle East. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. So when you have a product like that and see that people all around the, the world literally are appreciating it, I mean, what he, what him and Chico have done is is, is no less than amazing.
0: It's it's so amazing, and I always enjoy them. I did grab to, tonight. I was just thinking of something that had a little extra because we're, we're we're featuring Chef Cho and and kimchi smoke. So I wanted to go for something uh, with a lot of smoke to it. So I picked out the Pappy, the Pappy oh. cigar, of course, the Family Reserve. And to pair with that, uh, I I found something local a couple hours away from me. They make this at Hard Truth in Indiana. It is uh, a aged whiskey that goes into a smoke barrel to give you a little extra smoke. So I'm I'm bringing kind of a barbecue like flavor here just to to wet my palate to get excited about uh, going when I come back to see uh, Maddie and San, Chef. We're gonna we're gonna come see you. Definitely hope so. Yeah, we're gonna bring, we're gonna bring, try a donut.
2: <laughs> definitely bring your stretchy.
0: <laughs> bring the stretchy. Do it. Okay, so again, new place. Uh, tell us about the new place when. I know you've had some soft openings. What's it? How does it differ from the other place?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to have an identical menu, so it's just, uh, you know, I'm gonna try to stay away from our fried chicken, although it's very popular here. Uh, yeah. The staffing issues are really difficult right now, so it might just be me in the kitchen. So the the menu will be very limited, and uh, I've been doing a test run with the burgers, so I might just do the burgers in Ridgewood. Um, You know, we'll have brisket and pastrami and you know some of the more popular things, but it'll it'll be different. You know, it won't be the same thing for sure.
0: It'll be a little something different if you've already enjoyed kimchi smoking. Go to the kimchi smoke.
2: I believe in in, in reporting, right? It's important to me. Like a newsman and everything else. So most important thing for me is I've had one of Cho's burgers before. And Cho Cho's been he knows my work hours. So the soft opens have been closing right before I get out, and he said, I've already had a, one of his burgers before, and it was phenomenal, but he felt that he had to tell me it was 10 times so I, I'm thinking about what an un- unemployment line might look like just to consider having the burger, so I'm, I'm waiting for either bail out of work early or do a, uh, instead of the soft open, I'm going to do a soft close and bail out early to get one of those burgers Tom.
0: You're going to have to get there in time to get one.
1: He will. I mean, I'll, I'll wait for him. I and mean, He can come, like I said, he could close the shop and just, you know, lock the door and, you know, <laughs> make some special arrangements. So, so, Chef, there is a restaurant across from you, right? It's called Downtown Dava. We always go there. Yes. I, so we tell him that, I you know, we know the chef, we know the chef, my kids wants to go, but I said, they don't have any vegetarian. And, you know, we're all vegetarian. So, Maddie was telling me that you were were booking some stuff for the kids, and I said, absolutely. So, most likely tomorrow you'll see us. Hey, I mean, we we have vegetarian options. You know, we're not a vegan restaurant, but we have things like tofu and Brussels sprouts, cauliflower. Uh, You can get kimchi fries. I mean, like I said, it has some fish sauce and some dairy, but, you know, we have something for everyone, I believe. Good. So, you see us tomorrow. Okay. yeah, he's
2: gonna have to. He's really gonna have to drag me, Rob. I'll be chasing. I'll be. I'll be running in front of the car.
1: And if you come tomorrow, I mean, I, I'll give you a burger. I could. I could oh. possibly do it.
2: <laughs> you know what? I have no plan. Look, here's my here's my calendar. I have no plans. Plans. Plans are a burger.
0: They just. <laughs> they just changed. You
2: know
1: what's now what? What now? What are kimchi fries? Tell us about that. Well, kimchi fries are similar to the chola and the fries except it doesn't have the meat. So it'll have the, our loaded uh, spice rub fries uh, with barbecue sauce, sauteed kimchi, and yeah. cheese, but just
0: no meat. Right, right. And, and when it comes to barbecue and tofu, are there, you know, for people that are vegetarians, uh, like Sanj, you know, any ideas for what we could do with tofu or something like that at home
1: that could maybe be a little different? I mean, my tofu right now is just steamed tofu, and honestly, it doesn't. uh, There's nothing really to it. But I always say, if you like vegetables or you like tofu, that's what you're gonna get, right? Like if you if you want uh, like tomatoes, you eat a salad with tomatoes. So we don't really do anything to it. So I mean, I like tofu. Tofu and kimchi really go well together. So I, I believe you don't really have to make the tofu taste like chicken or pork. Or barbecue. Right. It's just, you know, it's just something for other people who want to, you know, maybe eat healthy while their companions or friends are eating barbecue. Right. Experience
0: something uh, a little different. Yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, I see so many good people watching. Tracy, Charlie, everyone. <laughs> Say that again, Maddie. We'll definitely see tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, oh, it no, already, I I've Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ask ask any questions to uh chef Cho that you that you might want to ask about barbecue about his new place uh, of course you may have seen chef has been on uh tv on a number of occasions uh even a few years ago chef you you ha- have the title of beating bobby flay don't you no, no, no. Uh, I did not beat Bobby Flay. I oh, you the, didn't beat him. No, I beat the first round guy. Okay. Well, we're just gonna tell everybody you did. <laughs> I think we may have mistyped that. Tell so me maybe, what, what tell I, about I the competition then. Tell me about the competition.
1: Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, Bobby Flay is one of those guys I grew up watching, and then you know, I wasn't even cooking back then. And yeah, then to have an opportunity to possibly face him. Yeah. You know, I mean I had to uh, really uh it was like a dream come true, you know, just Going from a TV guy, then facing him across the kitchen was just, you know, it was a little intimidating. um, But it was a lot of fun, and I'm still waiting for a rematch. You may have a rematch. What was the dish that you all faced off on? It was a version of my chill nut. I mean, I couldn't bring my smoked brisket, so the closest thing I could come up with was, was a Monte Cristo, which was like a sweet and savory dish with some chicken some ham some egg some kimchi and you know i think i had a little problems executing it and you know he ultimately ended up beating me two to one but i think in a rematch i could definitely take him and my chicken has come a long way since then so I- i'm waiting bobby flay if you're watching i'll beat you i'll kill you man yeah it, it, it could just happen a rematch.
0: Now what would if you went back, what would be the dish that you would you would want to compete on?
1: Um, I mean, I'm really confident if we just did a straight, like a spicy fried chicken sandwich, I think mm. it you know, there's it's just about executing and different flavors and different uh textures and that's what I would like to go with. Just the straight spicy fried chicken fried chicken. chicken. I mean, obviously wow. it won't be straight, but you know, is there something that I'm, you know, I'm sure he's made a thousand times and something that I've made a thousand times now. So it'd be like an even match.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, without giving away uh, any secrets you have, as far as, you know, I love spicy fried chicken sandwiches as well. Any tips for, I mean, we want to come have yours, but any tips for, uh, cooking a spicy fried chicken at home?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just think you got to start with a good piece of meat. Um, and, You don't want to do too much to it. I think it's just a matter of having the right level of salt. Or you could just, you know, I like buttermilk. And if you want to put some hot sauce in it, it's really up to you. But for me, it's about the chicken tasting like chicken. And then it's just crispy and still juicy inside. And then I have my slaw, which I believe is my secret weapon to give a little acidic crunch to it, which really balances everything out. But, you know, like to me, like, you, you take a piece of chicken, you dip it in buttermilk, you have a flour dredge and you fry it. It's not that hard just like a burger i mean i don't I don't really know what the secret to uh, cooking burgers are is you get a good piece of meat, you grill it, put a little salt, some cheese, and that's it.
0: I like it. I like how I, there's not really a secret or if there, there is, is he's he's being very innocent about this answer. <laughs> he's not telling us
2: like i said his, his food is no joke and when you can kind of cross the gambit with all the different types of food there's not a lot of times you could go into a place and get a uh, you know a, a general chose taco and then yeah. go to the, then being able to get the bulgogi and be literally wowed out by both of them right because they're they're two very very different things but they're both so amazing and uh yeah. and the fact that 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 rob does it so well i highly suggest anybody who comes into the area uh come on down with me we've brought a lot of people in already i've never we've never brought anybody that that didn't want more before they left and everybody (laughs) wants to come back Um, so i don't know where to start like i said if you're into uh if you're into the bacon and the pork belly absolutely (laughs) off the hook um every now and then rob does this beef belly and i believe what is the shanghai beef belly
1: excuse me
2: shanghai style you call it the beef belly?
1: no the beef belly is just uh regular beef belly but i do put my uh sweet and spicy gochu glaze which is a people love the gochu glaze which goes on the general chose i should just call it the general chose sauce which uh i put on the pork belly the ribs the, the chicken and it just uh goes great
0: that's it all sounds delicious i can't wait to try it and to experience the talent <laughs> the
2: that crispiness on the top like of oh. chicharrones but um, and you know what? You would think after eating a pound of it, I'd stop, and I usually don't. <laughs> you know,
0: you keep going.
2: Actually, going up while I'm sitting there. Don't don't care, don't care. Just just keep going. Um, and Rob, let him know you sell the sauces there too. So I've picked up bottles oh, nice. for people that uh, that live around the country that that love the sauce. And like I said, if you're uh, if you're looking for something that's a little bit different, like I said, that really brings the sweet and savory flavors together in a barbecue style, it's with just that little bit of Asian fusion to it I gotta tell you that the sauce is absolutely ridiculous um and rob just said it uh you, it's for chicken it's for beef it's for the the pork belly it, it goes on literally anything and it, and it definitely enhances whatever you eat 100 percent
0: sounds delicious so you, and you saying so you sell the sauce you sell the sauce online too or just at your place or
1: I saw our Fat Cho sauce uh, online. Uh, the gochu glaze, we don't mass-produce it. It's uh, a little time-consuming. It's quite expensive, so I haven't really mass-produced it yet. But, you know, if someone wanted, I could ship it to them. You know, everything for a cost, a price. If they want to pay for it, you know, I'll send you some gochu glaze if you're out there.
2: you want it, just trust
1: me.
0: <laughs>
1: hey, but um, otherwise, the sauce is at that, that address. Is that right? The barbecue sauce, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got to
0: try some of that, no matter where you are. If you're in the neighborhood, if you get there close by, check out Kimchi Smoke or Kimchi Smoke Shack. Yes, got to check out what he's doing. Um, I can't wait uh, to get back there and to uh, experience it. And again, it, the, the new Shake sh- the, the Smoke Shack will be open fully in the next month or so. Or yeah,
1: I, I say like uh, sometime by September.
0: Right, right. Yeah. And we were mentioning earlier, I think it's always, you know, go ahead, Matty. There's too many
2: many soft openings. He's not going to have any product left for a full open, so I'm just (laughs) (laughs) just, just, listen, listen, you want to make sure you're there so I don't eat it out. And uh, I just got a Rob, Chef Tracy from San Diego, just said hello. Hello,
0: And I think you're, hey, look, we have to say this past week, it was Matty Rock's birthday, so uh, happy belated to Matty.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: I see where uh, uh, Maui Ozzy is. uh, (laughs) Happy birthday there. What's
2: up there, dog?
0: Yeah. So, and and Charlie is seeing uh, Matty Rock getting hungry as well. (laughs) Charlie,
2: Charlie, pick a day, Charlie. Come on. Bring bring that keeper guy down with you. Bring the keeper guy down. Tracy, what's up there,
0: boo boo? Hey. Tracy, always good to have you watching. I think, you know, as we were mentioning earlier, just briefly, uh, it's always important as we're speaking to someone who is so well respected who's done such a, a wonderful job in the restaurant industry like yourself chef Joe uh, you. challenges absolutely challenges that uh restaurant industry is still facing that you're facing and and what's ahead i mean give us give us a little insight just so we can all
1: understand i think the biggest challenge right now might be this uh the employee shortage i don't know where everyone went i mean it's think every restaurant has shortages i mean there are some bigger restaurants that have like like you know i mean they hog them all up but you know i know a lot some restaurants are closing because they don't because of staffing issues and even right now like that's why i'm delaying because i have two restaurants and i don't know how i could uh staff both restaurants uh, and i don't know if this is a future where the the robots come in and start making fries and chicken sandwiches i don't know but it's just it just seems right now that is the biggest uh, thing. Is like people don't want to work, and right. I don't get it.
0: Right, right, and, and 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 any, I mean, any any tips for that you found helpful for other uh, restaurateurs uh, listening in? Anything that might that, that you found helpful that you've heard that you, as far as finding the right employees.
1: It is hard. I mean, right now the, you know, if you have some good ones, you got to definitely hold on to them. And even that's why if I get a person who's been at another restaurant or something, I would wonder, well, well why is he looking for work? So that's right. also a question because it could be a problem person. Like, because if, if you're a good employee, if you're a good cook, why would anyone let you walk? So that's my my philosophy unless, you know, they moved from California. But if they're in this area and, you know, they've been at five restaurants in five years, I think that's, uh, that's a sign. And, you know, yeah. for me, just during the pandemic and now just, I have to make sure that I'm able to do everything that's, you know, whether it's cooking or cleaning or doing dishes, doing front of house. I mean, I just have to be able to to do it in case, you know, I'm shorthanded or someone doesn't show up.
0: Yeah. And we hope this won't. Uh, we hope this won't continue. We hope it'll uh, get better for you guys. Hopefully, you. in the. I mean, you think in the next three six months, do you feel like it'll be better?
1: It could be. I mean. I mean the right now the I guess the recession and things like that and inflation, and so sooner or later people have to start working. I don't know how they could afford things, so I think maybe in a couple of months, the job you know market should pick up that's the way I look at it, but right now it's just it's slow, it's hot, and you know, but I think yeah, in a couple of months, people should be like scrambling for jobs again, hopefully right, right yeah With that, no.
2: It, I feel, people who, during that world, away money, uh, and money out. especially with inflation, people are going to go it, go through it much quicker than originally. So I do believe people are going to start back to the, uh, the workforce in the next six months. Uh, make everybody else work cheaper. Although Joe keeps ignoring my resume, all it says on my resume is, "We'll work for food," but he'll go out of business, he'll go out of business with me. I mean, we know what happens when. when food
0: is bad that's the best resume to get right there yes yes
2: it's like that's not a resume man like, it is I'll, I'll work. Speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: you may be getting some calls now man maybe it could happen, maybe. It could happen. I, I might fall under that uh, category as well uh hey i see a question from randy thanks for watching randy does uh chef robert do you ever do any competitions will we see any competitions
1: I mean, yeah, I I do. I mean, I've definitely done a lot of competitions in the yep. past. Uh, and these days, I guess uh, because I'm a little short staffed, it's hard for me to to leave the restaurant as much as I would like to to do some competitions or food shows. But you know, if there's something, uh, I am a competitive guy, so every now and then, I feel like I, I need to get out there and just show people what I could
2: do. No, well, because we'll... well, what I've been trying. I wanted him to work in one of the barn smokers but there's only one shown i've been spending my money on a cloning process so i'm, uh, I'm gonna get a prop to come to one of the barn smokers see so. yes. uh, if i could get him out there and, and, and cook for the troops because like i said um artisan stuff part of cigars and beverages and uh, and definitely his expertise i mean we we're looking forward to it so he either needs to find help or i need to find more money mm-hmm. into uh to how I can clone DNA either or <laughs> It'd probably be cheaper but the cloning things kind of cool
0: I can imagine it would be some uh, amazing compliment to some cigars this is the food it sounds like it would be delicious it really does well hey uh, everybody it's so good to have so many. I see so many great people watching uh, tonight and uh, thank you all for liking this sharing this whether you're watching now or later it's nice to see Maddie and Sanj on the back porch there. It's been a little while since we've seen you guys joining us from the porch there, hasn't
2: it? Hey, look, so far there have not been, you know, everyone's heard about Jersey Mosquito. So, so far enough, <laughs> picked Sanj off and flown away with him yet. So it's uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> Breeze where we're, uh, where we're not dying. So the last, last two or three days, Mother Nature uh, has been playing nice, so. We're, we're happy to get a, uh, an evening where we can hang out. Tom, are you inside or stuck outside? What do we got?
0: I'm, I'm outside, and uh, we, we're finally getting some uh, nicer weather. Of course, as we were mentioning, uh, just some horrible floods not too far away. Some of the most uh, uh, devastating floods to ever see Kentucky were about three and a half, four hours away from me. So we are certainly thinking of all those folks, and we put on social media, on Bourbon Blog, ways that you can help support that. And uh, we were just hoping that uh, Mother Nature doesn't continue to uh, kick us uh, all over like it has. But we're glad to have a good night. We can all be sitting on site having a nice cigar. And um, (laughs) looking forward to seeing all of you soon. Uh, And again, kimchi smoke.com is the place to go there uh, to find the barbecue sauce, to order it online, to learn all the great things that uh, Chef Robert Cho does. They're in Westwood, New Jersey, and the other location where New Jersey is it again? Ridge, Ridgewood, New Jersey. Ridgewood, yes. Ridgewood, really close by. And we'll know that uh, if anybody makes a trip, trip the bench, the shack ought to be part of that journey yes, yes. too. It should be a thing,
1: right?
2: call one hundred percent. And uh, and Rob, let, let everybody know where they could find you on social media, on Instagram and and Facebook and Twitter.
1: Yeah. So both is at Kimchi Smoke and at Robert Austin Show. Um, I, I hope to, you know, connecting with some new people. Uh, Manny has introduced me to a lot of cigar people and, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, you know, doing more stuff like cigar events and, you know, it's definitely c- cigars and barbecue bourbon. Oh yeah. You all that stuff, you know, it goes hand in hand and, you know, I think we can do some really great stuff in the, in the coming months. And you like a little bourbon too, don't you? I do. I, I mean, uh, my sauce, the fat Cho sauce used to be called the bourbon chipotle sauce, but I got rid of the bourbon to make it a little bit more gluten friendly, I guess you could say but uh, you know, I used to put a little bourbon in it to you know give a little bit of that smokiness, uh, a little sweetness and um, and the other thing I've been getting into lately is uh, it's amazing that it took me so many years but I finally had an old-fashioned so uh, I mean, that's a drink that you know I think that's I'm gonna start really experimenting more with as well.
0: I could see you doing something that would be I mean and again first of all that chipotle uh, with or with Albert and I love Chipotle I think that sounds beautiful, but I could see you doing something that would bring the barbecue theme infused with maybe even something that has a barbecue sauce um, tincture or or even bitter in that in that old fashioned we'll have to we'll have to brainstorm together,
1: yeah. And that, that one will be, be called the Cho fashion. The Chofa.
2: fashion. I'll have the show fashion. I'll have the chill fashion. That chill fashion. <laughs> Look, Tom, I like Tom, it. 10%, 10% on that one, 10%. We'll try, yeah, try claim it up. now. And not for nothing, you see where we're sitting outside this evening. So uh, something that we're looking on doing a little bit later here at Sanja's is to have uh chef rob come down with some of our other friends like uh like ed and sean before the year's out we're gonna do charity event uh a big charity event here gonna have a little bit of a cook-off so we're all working on dates we got to make sure that uh that rob and company actually have people so there's somebody to actually show up (laughs) and run events and be able to cook and and keep restaurants open so i want everybody to know now and today that keep your eyes and ears open that's something that we're going to start thinking about working on and we're looking towards the uh towards the end of fall when the temperatures are still nice. Like I said, as you can tell up above, this is all covered. Uh, even if it gets a little bit chilly, there's heat lamps and you can have a solid two 250 people here. Have a nice little uh, powwow over here.
0: That sounds incredible. Great space for that. That will be amazing.
2: 100%. Yeah. Looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Looking forward to all this. And again, follow, uh, follow Robert Austin Cho, the chef there on social media at kimchi smoke or look for him under uh chef Robert Austin Cho, and go to uh, kimchi smoke.com everyone what a pleasure it's been a little while since we've seen you since I, we've had you on Cigar Saturday so good to have you back chef
1: thank you it's my pleasure always a good time uh talking smokes smoke bourbon beer it can't
0: get much better than that. Can't get much better than that. No, you got it. You got it. Tomorrow
2: will be about burgers. So. I
0: think they've cleared their schedule. Another, Another B. Anybody. A good burger. Yes. Another Somebody.
2: B. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tune in while I, hey. while I go rip into some of those burgers. Hundred percent.
0: He'll be he'll be waiting with it for a uh, with a burger for you. Good stuff, everybody. Well, thanks everyone for watching. Uh, Cigar Saturday. Like this, share it. We we really appreciate you all continuing to watch us. And uh, Maddie, any, any updates for uh, what's coming up that we should know about?
2: Well, first and foremost for events, as uh, as my Barn Smoker clan know, and if you don't, yep. I'm telling you now. BarnSmoker.com. I have Connecticut coming up in two weeks. Uh, for Connecticut, it's going to be a big event. You have the Friday night beef dinner and a full event on Saturday and a full event on Sunday. Uh, after that, you have Kentucky coming up. And then after Kentucky, you have the Savage Feet coming up at the end of October, uh, out, right outside of Dallas. And the cool part of that, that is being the event is being hosted and was actually filmed the show Dallas at. And if you're not, not old like I am, go look it up. Uh, if you are old, you shake your head. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so looking forward to that. We're working on doing some smaller events and anything else. So some of my local folks out there, if there's anything you're looking to put together that requires sticks and stuff from Sanj, so we could do hostings or beverage hostings with Tom or... Or a little uh, barbecue or burger showdown with uh, with Chef Joe. Let us know. Reach out to us. We're here, and uh, that's probably we couldn't be happier to see the uh, to see all the doors being opened back up and the ability to do events again and uh, and get to be around everybody else's company again. So, good news all around the horn on that. That's
0: right. But reach out to us. Uh, we we'd love to. Help you with all those things, and we'll look forward to more, more barn smokers and uh, more more great times.
2: Absolutely. Yes. Much love, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and we will catch Six. you all next week. Much All love. right.
0: Cheers, everybody. Good to see all you, right. Jeff. Maddie, sons. Cheers. Good night.